Welcome to the Afro Gamer Podcast, where we discuss everything gaming and esports in Africa. We speak to different personalities, pro players, the presidents of esports association, anyone and everyone who is into esports in Africa. My name is Ife. We have a pack-loaded interview with, you know, a friend to the house. Um, well. If you follow esports in Africa, you know that last um, year the International Esports Federation launched the African Regional Body, and that is the African Esports Association. And we do have the president, Mr. Emmanuel Oyelaki, here with us today, and he'll be, you know, giving us the the juice, what we should expect as stakeholders in the ecosystem um, for our viewers. If you have any questions for him, please feel free to put it in the chat. I do have my wonderful friends, Omar and Queen Arrow here with me. And they'll be joining me as co-anchors to, um, let's use the word drill, Mr. Chairman, just so we know where Africa is headed. Emmanuel, I hope you're comfortable. Grab a glass of water. So, you know, so if it gets hot, you know how to sit it down. <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank you. Um... Hello everyone, it's a privilege to be here once again. Uh, I've been here before and it's always a pleasure to speak with um, the Afro Gamer. So um, I hope we'll have a great time. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we are really looking forward yeah, to it. To Omar, it. Omar, the man, the man who has been MIA. <laughs> what? MIA, welcome, welcome back. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Uh, well, um... Happy New Year. Glad to be back. I've been good. Let's do this. Let's do this. Queen Arrow, Happy <laughs> New Year. Happy New Year. Okay, are you ready for Emmanuel? Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay, good. So before we jump straight into it, let's just give a shout out to our sponsors, and that is Mobile. It's a mobile gaming platform for Africa. So if you're a mobile gamers, if you love to play games, just don't play games casually can actually play for something you play in tournaments play against fellow africans in the region and obviously the 10 people that here win cash prizes so you can always follow them on the social media and you know see what tournaments are coming up umar i can see you smiling when i when, you, when i said cash prizes <laughs> uh, well that's the part that will make everybody's eyes light up so yeah. <laughs> well naturally it's 2022 time 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 to get your money up but let's mm -hmm. leave that we'll come back to it umar the floor is all yours let's go okay so he keeps on saying drill but i'm not really sure it's drilling per se it's a conversation but, but i'm sure yeah. a lot of people want to know because um we are at a critical point in african esports now where we need to know where we're going basically so it's not a drill but questions will be thrown and you know, I hope Mr. President doesn't take that offensive. Not at all. Okay. So, um, like he first says, uh, esports is growing, and I think everybody has noticed that organizations are popping up everywhere, um, different governing bodies and such. So, first question is, what is the African Esports Association, and how is it affiliated to ISF? That's the International Esports Federation. Okay, um, that's a very good question. It's a, it's a very interesting one also. Um, so, like, I mean, 
it's it's natural for um, attention to be to be on something that is interesting okay um like they say is that you go big or you go home all right mm -hmm. uh, people love to see stuff happening people want to jump on latest trends people want to uh, be part of you know the moving train i like talking about the train a lot because it talks about progress talks about movement okay so um gaming has been happening since forever but uh now that it has metamorphosed into esports you know it's more like a money spinner that's the business arm um, everybody loves it everybody wants to be a part so it's it's no surprise that we are seeing quite a few um quite a few people who also want to be part of the esports uh, movement which which is a good thing it just shows you that what you have on ground is something that is good um the africa electronic sport association is a continental is the continental body for esports in africa okay and um it came about um so i'll, I'll just quickly give you a brief history so some some four five or six years ago um leaders of esports in different countries came together we kept finding each other online and we kept expanding you know so we kept interacting looking for ways to interact with one another play games develop esports and gaming in our different communities and from there we created a whatsapp group and then we had people from about 30 maybe like 40 african countries as of today on that um whatsapp group and we kept working amongst ourselves we kept um seeking support and attention to africa esports i remember i was going online once and creating the hashtag not global without africa i actually coined that hashtag but it, it really went viral so that even as of today you would see some tweets that would have not global without africa we're trying to draw attention of the entire world to africa to say that africa has been left behind when it comes to esports events were holding in different um, areas of the world in europe in north america in south america in southeast asia so you so you'll be hearing regions called any north america latin latin america eu europe you know but nothing about africa also we were seeing servers everywhere but not for africa so we thought to become like an advocacy body you know for esports and gaming in this part of the world and so we formalized our coming together by creating what started off as the electronic sports federation of africa esfa sorry esports federation of africa esfa and um, as part of our growth and development um we kept evolving getting more people on board getting broader support and what started as the esfa has now um metamorphosed into the africa electronic sport association aesa that is based in Johannesburg, South Africa. Um, it's interesting to know that we are now affiliated with the International Sports Federation. So to correct um, a notion, we were not created by the IESF, okay? okay? We we existed as an African Federation for Esports, and then we applied to be part of the IESF. And we were asked to submit, I know, being the global body for esports, the ISF did their research. They asked us for documents that were submitted, proof of registration, um, constitution and stuff. We submitted a lot of those things. And our application was well received and approved. And um, from there, we became the African body for esports in Africa affiliated 
to the IESF. So I guess that answers the first salvo from Omar. Okay, wonderful. That that was that was um, good enlightenment. Um, it was it was really good that you did um, clear that notion because if you know even the African map news, we thought it was a creation, but it's good that you cleared that uh, out. So let's give Queen Arrow um, the floor also. Queen Arrow, do you have um, any questions for Imano? Um, yeah, Emmanuel, I actually have a question to ask you. Um, how will um, how will the AESA make African esports more inclusive to ensure female representation at events and in the IESF as a whole? Um, this is given that the ESL has recently announced a women's only tournament for CSGO with, with a $500,000 prize pool. And last year, at Towards the end of last year, it was a very emotive topic on Twitter and on Instagram. I, as a female sports athlete, I I believe in the uh, the industry needs to find a way to be more inclusive. And in an ideal utopia, um, would actually be competing on an equal level with um you know with a male uh, you know a fellow male esports athletes. But the reality of the matter is. Currently, the industry is very male-dominated. So what, what is the AESA going to be doing to ensure that the ISF has um, female esports tournaments? Um, thank you for that very, very good question. And, um, you know, when, when you mentioned it, I smiled because it struck a chord in me. Uh, before, before I respond to your question, I want to pay my respects to you first and foremost as a leading female sports athlete in Africa, not just um, in Kenya. I must tell you that you are an icon already and um, you're blazing the trail for others to follow through. So um, respects to you. Keep doing what you're doing and um, I wish you all the best. Um, uh, to, thank to you, sir. Thank you. To respond to your question, um, this is something that has been on the hot burner for me personally. And I say personally because I have a daughter who plays video games. Okay, so there's the selfish part of me, the daddy side of me that wants to encourage female gaming. And also as a leader, you know, in esports, I also want to ensure that as much as possible, we have good female um, representation in esports in Africa. Um, I, I know that in Africa, there's been that narrative. It's, it's a lot better in other climates of the world, but in Africa, there's always a narrative that women are inferior to men. And we are working hard to change that narrative. Okay, I have a girl, I have a daughter and a son, and I don't see my son as being superior to my daughter. Just like I don't see my daughter being superior to my son, you know, both of them can aspire to achieve, I mean, whatever they want to be, you know, to the best of their ability, and I'm here to give them equal support. I won't say, oh, this is a girl, no, 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 you stay behind, let me help the boy. No, you know, I'm going to give them equal support to ensure that they get to where they want to get to in life. And talking about esports, um, there are there are programs that are um, initiatives that are actually ongoing as we speak. At the AESA, we are looking to expand the board. In fact, as at yesterday, I was on a three-hour call with one of the board members at the AESA. We are looking to bring at least, at the very minimum, two females to join the AESA board because we want female inclusion. Now. You may say, is that tokenism? No, not at all. And neither are we bringing them in just because they are of the female gender. No. These are people who have 
earned the right to be on that board in their own right. Okay, by merit, they have earned the right. These are people that have worked in esports, they've been administrators in different capacities, they work in the um, game development community, and so they have a right, you know, to be there. And so we are looking to expand the board to bring them in. And of course, we'll look to have a lot more female um, representation so that everybody has a voice. Everybody has a representation at the highest level, okay? Um, at the ISF also, I can confidently tell you that there are programs being put together to ensure that the female uh, gender is also supported. Um, there are conversations around the toxicity of the male gender towards the females. And it's something that the ISF is also looking to address, okay, to ensure that um, ladies do not feel uncomfortable when they are in a competition with their male counterparts. So I can assure you that this is not, and, and this is not a, I don't know how to say this. This is not a, I'm not putting this out there to simply respond to your question, but to actually put a marker, you know, to let Africa know that we are working hard. And this is not a political statement. It's not a, it's not cliche, okay? We are actually working actively to make sure that we change this narrative. And one of the um, ladies that will be coming on the board of the AESA would actually be looking at um, um, bringing a lot more female representation, not just in leadership, but also at every level, at the grassroots level, competitions, tournaments, you know, representation, so that they are all there and there is no um, imbalance in terms of gender in the esports space in Africa. And you can be sure that I, as myself, and with the little influence that I have, I will do everything possible to ensure that um, this narrative is changed and we have a lot of female representation. In, in Nigeria here, where I also had you know, some organizations, we are having an all-female event this year, okay? It's gonna be strictly female. We don't want to even mix it, just so that we, and the, the truth is, we have a lot of lady gamers in, well, I know about Nigeria, and I know some other parts of Africa, you know, who are very good. I've been to a Tekken, no, 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 a Mortal Kombat tournament, and a lady walked in, corporate working class, she just heard about it, well-dressed, she came in and she said she wanted to be a part, and then she registered and joined the tournament. Oh, she kicked us, I must tell you. She beat all the guys in there. I asked her, wow, how did you get good at this? She said she had a lot of brothers, so they played together at home, and that's how she became very good. And I'm sure there are so many of them out there like that. And so our job is to help them come out, give them the platform, give them the encouragement for them to come out and also stake a claim to the um, esports, uh, esports and gaming uh, titles and positions in Africa at the very minimum. Yeah. Okay, guys, uh, for all our viewers, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to Put that in the chat section um Emmanuel I know you've answered this but let me just put it out there Steven said recently there was an issue in the space the riot um with riot creating a separate circuit for female Valorant athletes and mm -hmm. people frowned at it what would be the best strategy to address the disparity in gender in the space by the African Esports Association um, okay, thank you for that question. I, I don't want to jump the gun, but at the same time, I will give this opinion in my personal capacity as me. Okay, like I said, um, we have someone who is coming in to take charge of um, women in gaming in Africa. She's a lady herself, of course, so 
Um, we believe she's the best person to drive it. And um, she will have her own program, but I will just say this also. One of the ways to address this, if you ask me, is I, I like the idea of the all-female tournament. And like I said also, we are doing something like that in Nigeria also. We will do it. All-female, strictly. You know, because first and foremost, we want to bring them out. We want to ask them to not shy um, away from esports. Come out, play amongst yourselves, be comfortable coming out to play in a tournament. And then afterwards, we can now have an infusion of both genders, you know, for events. Um, after we run that event, maybe once or twice, the next thing will be to have a standing policy where every team that takes place that takes part in a tournament would have at least one or two females in their teams. And there will be a very close watch of those teams. Okay. We would speak with all of them. We must make sure, we must ensure that there is nothing untoward happening with the ladies. Okay. Uh, we're going to have a whistleblower policy where if there's any, um, if there's any untoward activity you report it immediately you don't, we don't even need to know who you are just just give us that report and we will take action on it okay um gone are the days when people will keep saying boys will be boys gone are those days boys cannot be just boys boys have to be responsible boys have to show respect first to themselves and then to the ladies okay like i said i'm a father i have a son i have a daughter you know, I'm always telling them and teaching them to respect one another. Okay, respect your sister, respect your brother, respect everybody, respect your friends. And so this is something that we will we'll preach and inculcate into the esports communities in Africa. I, you have my word on that. Okay, it's a solemn vow that I'm making here to make sure that everybody's comfortable in the esports space. Thank you. It's, it's good that you mentioned having an all-inclusive female tournament first. I had humorously had this conversation with was last yeah. week where we're going back and forth. I said, you know, let's have um, an inclusive to pull them in first. Then you now mix everything up. And Umar was like, no, let's let's just bring everybody in. Let's let everyone play. So, but um, I believe yeah. that's a conversation for another time, which we'll address. And then Aru can uh, jump in. Um, Umar, back to you again. Question for Imano. Okay, so we were talking about, or we've been talking about associations. Um, and besides the fact that they keep on popping up, there's also the, um, there's also, well, let's just say it feels a lot like they're collecting nations because we've had how many, or we have how many international esports organizations right now. And um, I think from maybe 2018, 2019, probably around the time when all of us actually met, a lot of these organizations have been collecting nations, because that's kind of how it looks like, like Pokemon, adding them to their <laughs> roster. And it, so, uh, the thing is, obviously, um, there are good intentions, even though some might see it, some might not see it. Um, some of the organizations might actually be able to achieve things, some might not. But then what makes AESA stand out from that crowd, like as a part of IESF? Um, so at the beginning, the first thing I said was that when you have something good going, everybody wants to be a part. And the honest truth is, it is okay for everybody to want to be a part. 
okay? Um, Esports is not an exclusive thing. One of the things um, I'm trying to work out in Lagos State is to ensure that esports is not seen as an elitist event or activity, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not only for the big boys whose parents can afford PS5 in Lekki or Ikeja or Ikui. No, it should be available for everyone, whether you stay in Yanopaja or Agege or Ajegule, you know? Uh, and there's another program in that regard that is in the works at the moment. I'm not at liberty to reveal that yet, but um, uh, having all of these guys come on board is a good sign that first and foremost, esports is widely accepted, all right? Um, and one of the things that I personally have been working on or that I have as a guide for me is to ensure that esports is as inclusive as possible. Um, there is no clique, there is no um, sentiment. There is no hierarchy. Exactly. Mm. Everybody, everybody is welcome to the party. Everybody is welcome to be a part. And so it's not a surprise that we're having different um, federations, you know, for esports in Africa. International and, federations. Yeah, I was going to say that now. If you check globally, also, it's the same thing. Um, at the beginning of last year, we had five international um, esports federations. Five. But as of today, I can tell you very confidently that we have only two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the remaining three will be happy with this statement while watching this. They will be happy You're saying they don't exist anymore. You're saying they dropped out or they're just no, not relevant. Hang, hang, hang on, hang on. <laughs> you know, I'm very well aware. I'm choosing my words well. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm very well aware that I'm on live TV, yeah. so mm -hmm. to speak. And I'm not saying things that are not out of place, okay? As of today, we only have two global organizations, and that is because um, last year, um, three of those global bodies actually recognized the IESF as a global body for esports, okay? So it's not like they have closed shop. They're still in existence, uh, but they have endorsed the IESF as a global body for esports globally, okay? Um, one of them is WESCO, the World Esports Consortium, um, based in Brazil. Um, there is also the Esports, Esports World Federation, uh, the one in the Philippines, you know. And there is also, I think, ESL also. They all wrote, okay. So, and, and this is um, public information. It's not um, something that is, you know, hidden somewhere. They wrote to endorse the IESF as a global body for esports in Africa. So, as of today, there is only um, the IESF and um, GEF, GEF. And also, I am very much aware that there are conversations that have been initiated um, between, at least that I know of, from the IESF um, to GEF. Yeah, so what, when I say that only two as of today, I am speaking from um, a place of um, knowledge. So, <laughs> yeah. And so in, in Africa also, it's, it's, it's the same thing. You know, we are seeing quite a few bodies, you know, coming up here and there. Um, I would say it's good and it's also not good because um, unity is always good for progress, okay? Um, the Bible says that a house that is divided against itself cannot stand, okay? And one of the things that I know has taken Africa backward for so long is the... Uh, what's the word now, the divisions that have come from external forces into Africa, 
okay um now today we have francophone africa we have anglophone africa we have you know we are all one africa and we have our indigenous languages that we speak Indigenous languages that we speak, okay. And at the end of the day, we're all Africans. Whether you're whether you're white, whether you're black, whether you're tall, you're fair, whether you speak uh, English, Portuguese, French, Arabic, you know, we are all Africans. So um, personally, I don't think it's 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 it works for us to have this you know, different organizations springing and right. saying they are the professions for body uh, or body for esports in Africa. But at the same right. time, um, it's not something you can help, okay? So we've got to live with that. Um, what I can just say is that, is, is that at the AESA, we have our um, projects, you know, that we're working on. And I would say we're doing well. We're making progress. Uh, just as I said yesterday, we had a new application from another African country that wants to join the AESA. We have a pending one from another country again from africa i don't want to mention names now until they are made public you know but it, the interesting thing is we're making progress and um later this year just like we did last year you know we were at the international esports federation esports world championship in israel okay this year also we'll be in bali in indonesia and personally for me i want as many african countries as possible to be at that event so I mean, if every other organization is able to help to develop esports in Africa, it's a good thing. You know, um, it doesn't have to come from us. And the truth is the work that is on ground is actually very big, you know, to the point that you need everybody to pitch in. So, I mean, if they're not against esports, then why not? Let's 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 rule on together. If you can, at the end of the day, come together in some capacity and work as one, even better. But where that is not immediately possible, um, I would say at the moment, things are working out well. Okay, good. Let's briefly read some comments so that we don't have a backlog. Um, Kwesi Hayford said the women in gaming, like any female advocacy agenda, must be deliberate and sustained for greater growth of the esports space in Africa. Stephen also said a suggestion let's start having mixed co ops tournaments for games like FIFA, ETC. Also, just like you have mixed relays, we should have mixed FIFA and NBA 2K tournaments. He also said organizations coming up is not the problem. It is how things are being aligned. The NFL battled with the NFC and AFC for years and find a way to align. They, they are making billions today. Mm, interesting. Omar, do you have any... I know you have something to say about this one. Uh, which one specifically? That's uh, mixed or co-op? Um, sorry. Um, co-op, right? We are already at loggerheads about the co-ops. Best. Uh, well, I wouldn't say loggerheads, but I... Okay, so it's just like what um, Stephen said in his first question, I think. Um... In some scenes, um, women, um, women might feel marginalized and would want to have a separate tournament and it's fine and good. But then in that same scene, there could also be women that don't want to be separated from the um, from the 
entire community because oh well let's let me say entire community but they don't want uh, competitions or tournaments to be gender uh gender specific because it feels like they're getting preferential treatment or it feels like too uh, they're getting too much attention or they're being um for those that feel like female gamers are weaker than male gamers this would be a way of proving that because they can't compete with men on the same level that's why you're creating a separate event for them so um for me i feel like we should be able to integrate them into what we do currently uh, but i also understand where everybody else is coming from with um gender specific tournaments mm, okay quinaro you should have something interesting to say do, do you think we should have um you know um female gender uh, so not female gender, female inclusive tournaments first, then bring them into the fold, or we should just have everyone go for it. Um, I'm actually for ex female exclusive uh, tournaments. Um, as I, um, actually, if I'm being honest, I feel it's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, because I know there's going to be there's always going to be the necessary thing that female can't female women can't compete on the equal level as uh, their male counterparts. But um, I honestly think it's a uh, on the business side it's a good idea because for one it actually shows that you know the um, it shows that um, this you know esports is a lifestyle to be aspired to and it's for everybody regardless of their gender or their race. So right. as a bit. Yeah, as a business move, it's just you know it's just uh, strategically smart. Um, I can't really explain all of it here, um, but if you follow people like Erin Ashley Simon mm -hmm. on LinkedIn, they've actually been pro. You know, they've they've re repeatedly insisted that this is something uh, good. It doesn't take the sin back. Mm -hmm. It allows more women to understand that esports is for them, and it actually incentivizes uh, more women to compete. And eventually, once we have um, let's say equal representation across the board, then I think there will come a time when, where we can actually do away with the idea of female-only tournaments. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, that's that's what that's. I totally agree with you. Um, once again, this episode is brought to you by Mobile. It's a um, competitive application for mobile gaming in africa where mobile gamers can compete and win cash prizes um queen arrow over to you again do you have any questions for emmanuel uh, um sorry sorry before before you should ask the question let me respond yes. to the um topic that was just discussed um we're talking about whether we should have simply female exclusive or co-op um if you ask me i, I mentioned that earlier on uh, I would like, I mean, the ladies should be comfortable playing amongst themselves first, okay? Uh, I think there should be a gradual progression. Don't just throw them into the deep end because there's already a there's already an opinion that is out there that it's not a comfortable space for them to be in the midst of guys playing video games, you know? And I must admit that the, the, the it, it can be toxic. You know, even guy to guy, from a male to another male, you know, some can handle losses. Some can handle being, being, being shot, especially if you play a game like PUBG and somebody is camping, you know, <laughs> and and they, and they take you out and then you want to start cursing and, and doing all of those. You now find out that it's a lady, you know, there's that stupid mentality that, oh, it's even a girl that shot me, you know, and then once that misbehaving, you know, so we need to make the ladies comfortable first and foremost in my own opinion. 
first exclusive events, you know, and then we can now gradually um, take them into the co-op stage. We did an event last year um, with Japan. I don't know if any guy, any of you guys heard about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the Total okay. Sports Day. Mm -hmm. We had a lady who was part of one of the PUBG teams, and she had a beautiful time at the event. After the event, she kept posting on social media how excited she was part of the event, you know, and why she would come again and again and again and again. That's kind of thing we want to see, you know. So she's one of the people that we now want to actually highlight and use as an ambassador to say that she came to play and she was the only lady actually in, I mean, there are there were four teams, 16 people. She was the only, she was the only lady there and she did excellently well, you know. So we want to use her here and ask her to share experience with others so that the male folks will know, you know, how to behave themselves and other ladies can also be encouraged and, you know, have the, 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 the necessary encouragement to be able to come out and play with the guys. Yeah. Okay. So Quinaro, before you ask your question briefly, let me just read a comment from Kwesi. He said, there is no two ways about female specific tournament. Esports in it has diversity and exclusivity. Okay, so um, Quinaro, over to you. Question for Emmanuel. Um, the other question I have for Emmanuel. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, okay, so what are your thoughts on African esports organizations that lock their membership to particular regions on the continent? Um, let, let, me, let, me, let me help. Let anybody want to do that? Let me let me let me help Emmanuel with that question. Context. He, he, yeah, I, I, I don't understand the question. Yes. Yeah, so, um, what she was trying to say is, what are your thoughts on African esports organizations that lock their members, particularly regions, to the continent? For example, the Africa Esports Federation, but not Africans only. Part of the news that also broke last year was um, another another African, you know, esports body mm -hmm. and. In, in, in no miss of words, it was a coming together of North Africans. They decided for the whole region, there was nobody representing the southern part of Africa, eastern part of Africa, western part of Africa. So I think that's what Queen Arrow was trying to say. And we just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Um, f f first and foremost, if it's called an Africa Esports Federation, yeah. well, looking at the name alone you want to conclude that it's for all of africa you know but if they are locking their membership to a particular region then maybe they want to change the name to reflect their membership so okay? north africa yeah. esports federation probably <laughs> you know uh, or they probably have plans to later on spread towards the rest of africa you know i well i, I can't speak for them you know, I don't know what their um, line of thought is, uh, but for them to have the name Africa, maybe that's what they have um, coming up. But um, on a general basis, I don't think it's helpful for anybody to have a continental federation and then restrict it to a particular region. Um, at least at the AESA, it is not what we believe in, okay? Uh, we believe in having everybody come together to the table, have equal representation, uh yeah there can be regional blocks well I, I agree with steven you know there can be regional blocks yes you know but using name africa uh i don't know 
so but but in time I, I guess we'll get to see what the um what the program is actually is and who is involved or not in in their program but i can say that for the aesa um we are all inclusive um we have we have regions at the aesa also you know where we have five vice presidents who manage their different regions so we have our vice president for the northern african region we have the vice president for the western african region central african eastern african and southern african okay so if we talk about blocks also we don't do blocks okay we have these vps and board members at the same time who uh, manage the affairs of these regions and of course they would also have their own teams that they would work in together with you know just to make sure that that region is also developing in terms of esports and gaming so at least i may not be i may not be able to speak for the others but i can speak for yeah. aes which i have just um, done now i hope that is satisfactory you know yes it is it is it is uh, that's the whole that's the whole new topic on its own about that move yeah. but 100%. Umar, that's something we would have to schedule for another day to, yep. to kind of discuss. Um, we're really out of time. So let's just um, round up. Um, Umar, the last question for Umar. So, um, what should we expect from the AESA? Um, it's a new year, post COVID. We thought 2021 would change things. It didn't really change much so 2022 new hopes new aspirations what does aesa have for us at least what um, you can share <laughs> okay um the, the aesa is not um taking the back seats when it comes to esports personally for me 2022 is the year for esports okay um it was as if 2021 weren't doing anything that's why the fact that we did quite a few mm. things but 2022 is coming with a bang. There's a lot that is going to be happening. There's an explosion. Okay, it looks like 2023 is when esports is actually starting officially. You know, in this part of the world. Um, for for the AESA, we are working with two different tournament organizers. I can mention that yes, two different tournament organizers. You know, to bring about esports and gaming tournaments in Africa. Um, aside that, also we're also working with the IESF. You know to bring esports activities to Africa. Aside the activities that are coming, we're also, we're also going to be receiving some equipment, you know, to support different gaming communities in Africa. So that's a big one, you know, um, coming um, from our partnership with the IESF. That's talking about the AESA now. Um, also, there's the big one in, in November, where um, we will be taking African gamers to the IESF World Championship to represent Africa you know, and bring Laurel some for Africa. Last year was mm. in Israel, Eilat in Israel, but this year it's going to be in Bali, Indonesia. Beautiful country. They say ba Bali is the island of the gods. Okay. So it, it's something to look forward to. And um, we are we already are looking forward to that event. Qualifiers will be run um, throughout Africa to select representatives from different countries, you know, that will be going for that event in, in Africa. So that's at the very minimum about three or four different events you know, for the entire African region. So everybody will get busy. Everybody will be busy doing one thing or the other. And uh, we look forward to an exciting year. Mm, okay, wonderful, mm. wonderful. So how can um, gamers, stakeholders um, connect with the A, you know, the African Esports Association? Because I'm sure that's the question everyone is asking. Okay, fine. A lot has been said, uh, how can we connect to these activations? 
Yeah. Okay. So um, at the AESA, one of the things that we we like to do is to empower um, local organizations in different countries. Um, we don't want to undermine the different national federations. Okay. So let's say in Kenya, for instance, you know, we will work directly with the authorities, you know, in that country to interface with the gamers. It's not like the gamers cannot interface directly also. I mean, it's an open organization, but because we don't want to undermine the authorities in those different countries, um, we want to work with them directly to reach out to, to gamers. But of course, we also have our own direct access to these gamers and they also can access the, the AESA. Um, we, we want to speak with sponsors, we want to speak with stakeholders, we want to grow the community, we, we want to register everyone, we want to be able to point to, to people. So for instance, somebody does something that is very good and commendable, we want to be able to easily identify you and say XYZ has done well, and then this is the prize. Or somebody has just been a knucklehead and has gone to say something very ugly in an esports event, you know, we want to also sanction you know, or at least put a deterrent in place so that that kind of activity or practice is not encouraged, you know. So we, we are growing our database this year to, to have information for everyone, you know, so that um, we can use this to be able to reach people. We want to send information out, we want to send emails, we want to send newsletters, you know. We need to be able to get across to um, our gamers through um, this medium. So, yeah, that's, that's one of the ways that there can be connection between um, the AESA and um, the teaming gamers in Africa. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, Manuel. That's all the time we've had, guys. Um, hope you know everyone was you know able to get their their question answered. I know there was a comment here. Let me just read the last comment. This is from Kwesi. It says creating synergy in African esports collaboration and diversity. That is a very good one. Um, closing remarks from Umano, from Umaro, sorry, not from Umano. Um, well, we've, um, at least you've clarified a lot of things about the AESA, about its parts in the IESF, um, <clears throat> your plans for the future. Things do look bright and it doesn't feel like it's just words because we've actually seen a couple of things you've done both within Nigeria and as part of other organizations outside Nigeria. So um, kudos and looking forward to greater things in the near future. Thank okay. you. Okay, uh, Kwenaru, closing remarks. So I just want to thank you for having this forum where we could actually openly ask you questions. And at least we can see what uh, agendas that the AESA and the IESF have for Africa and the world at large in 2022. And, and yeah, I'm excited to see what is to come. Okay. All right, guys. So that is, as you've heard from Emmanuel Oyelaki, the president of the African Esports Association. Um, you know, we'll be looking out for the course of the year, all the activations and how gamers and other stakeholders can participate. From us at the Afro Gamer Podcast, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. You can connect with us on Twitter at theafrogamer underscore, on Instagram at theafrogamer, Facebook, the official afrogamer. Thank you for listening to the Afrogamer podcast. See you next time.